Welcome to the Private School Marketing Minute podcast, the weekly podcast teaching you how to get more students and keep more students enrolled in 10 minutes or less. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome to the show. My name is Nick and I am the host of this podcast and of this episode. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me today. I'm happy that you're here. I was thinking about kind of taking a little bit of break from the show, uh, you know, summer break type of thing, uh, maybe for a couple of weeks to just plan more content and kind of just do like a second season. But the episodes keep getting plays and they keep getting more and more plays. So you guys are listening to them. So I'm going to keep it going. I'm not going to do the summer break, uh, you know, be sad for me, but it's okay. I'm happy to keep the show going. Uh, I thought that the play, I thought that the plays would drop off that people are taking you know a little bit of time off uh, for a couple weeks or coming up in the future uh, would be doing that. But to my surprise, yeah, you guys keep on listening, and I'm very grateful for it. So I think rather than just doing uh, having a break and then coming back with a season two, I think I'm probably just going to start a season two. Maybe do a new intro. You know, like how your favorite uh, seasonal show comes back and it's got that new intro. Uh, it's usually shorter. <laughs> It gets right to the point. Uh, we'll see, but I think I'm going to come out with a season two uh, in the next couple weeks or so. And I did some video content recently. I shot a, a video for the book page on my site, and that was cool. Uh, it took me quite a long time to get it done. There was a bunch of technical difficulties to getting it, but we actually ended up getting it, uh, and it came out better than what I think it would have if I would have went the original route. It's funny how the thing happens sometimes. So uh, kind of got me in the mood to, or kickstarted me, I would say, to create some more video content and turn some of this stuff that we've been teaching um, into YouTube videos. I've been wanting to do it, but I just haven't had the kick in the pants, I guess. But I think I got that now, so should be coming out with some more video content soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about being creative today, uh, why I think it's important, and how to do it in your marketing. So let's get right into the episode, being creative. It's a hard thing to do, uh, especially when you have to be creative on demand. That's even harder. Now, being creative on demand when you have 20 other things to do is basically impossible. Uh, that's actually my biggest challenge with most private school institutions is that they spread their marketing directors or the people who are responsible for marketing so thin that they have no time to focus on the things that actually need to get done and the way that they need to do it in order for it to be done the right way. It's impossible to ask somebody to be creative when they've got 20 other things that they need to be doing. You kind of get the bare minimum just by default. And I think it affects everybody, the school and subsequently everybody involved. Everybody suffers it because it's harder, makes it harder for the school to get and keep more students enrolled because that person who's really in charge of that is not able to to do their best. That's actually what I talk about in my book, and uh, go as you grow approach to marketing, I call it. Um, all of that to say, I get why a lot of marketing for private schools is mundane. Uh, it's not that Marcom directors don't want to be creative. It's because they simply don't have the time to get creative. Now, I'm hoping that with summer vacations currently going on or about to happen, this will be good timing for this episode because it's much easier to get creative when you unplug for a bit. Um, so, well, I'm glad that you're listening to this podcast and have continued to do so. Don't be crazy. 
and get out there and enjoy your time off, you know? You deserve it. Treat yourself. Still, I think it's of great importance to break this generic and mundane web copy and ad copy and marketing messaging in general because it's not doing anyone any favors. And I feel that it doesn't truly represent the message of your school. How do I know? I don't know your school. How do I know that it doesn't represent your school? Well, because generic doesn't represent anything in a meaningful way. Actually, the definition, I looked this up, definition of generic, having no particularly distinctive quality or application. I can say for certain that no school wants to fit into this category, right? So let's mix it up a little bit. I'm going to teach you a formula for being creative on demand. And if you apply this, it'll instantly set you apart from most of the other schools on your prospects list because not only because most schools aren't doing it, but also because it'll let you actually connect with your audience on a significant level. Now I've talked about another formula and kind of glanced over this topic uh, in episode 26 titled how to write endless amounts of effective ad and web copy, which you guys really liked. It's one of the most played uh, episodes of the podcast, but uh, I want to dig more into it in this show and then also kind of talk about a little bit of a different way to get this unique messaging that connects with people. So this is the formula. You start with the emotion or the result that you want to create first. The emotion and the result. Another way to say this is you think about the impact that you want to have or make. And then after you've got that part out, you figure out how you can turn that into a story. But let me give you an example. Probably a better, the best way to describe this would be with an example. So let's say that your school focuses on developing students into adults that can and do make a meaningful impact on society. And we'll say that your school is called St. Mark's. I was just talking with the, with the heads, head of school at St. Mark's uh, in email. So that doesn't have anything to do with their school. That's just what popped into my head. Uh, so we think, how can we share that idea? That idea being that your school focuses on developing students and adult, into adults that can and do make a meaningful impact in society. How can we share that idea in the form of a story? I like to start with a story because a story is usually the longest form of content that you can create. We'll talk more about why that's important later. So you've got your story to come up with. Um, let me give you the highlights of a fictional uh, story. There are a group of parents at the playground overseeing all their kids and all these other children having fun. You know, they're climbing, they're jumping, they're swinging, they're doing all these different playground activities. Now, the parents' attention uh, is directed over to one child in particular. They see him there the whole time, and he's just kind of playing by himself and has just kind of been doing his own thing, kind of lonely. Uh, While their parents are just talking amongst themselves, they kind of notice out of the corner of the eye, out of the corner of their eye, that... One of their boys heads over to this kid and invites him to play and brings him into the group of all the other kids that have been playing. And they all start beginning to have a great time together. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a heartwarming moment for all of the parents to see this kind of act that just took place in front of them. And one of the parents turns to the others and to acknowledge what just happened. And they, and they say, yep, that's definitely a St. Mark's kid. Uh, what we just did 
was take a simple phrase like we empower students to do what's right, not what's easy, and represented it in a real world scenario. That scenario being one kid notices another kid not being part of the crowd for whatever reason, maybe he's shy, and he goes over there and he does the hard thing rather than the easy thing, which would be to ignore him. He goes over there and does the hard thing and introduces himself and brings him over to, to the group of kids, and they all start having fun together. That kid who did that act being the St. Mark's kid. Uh, the best part about coming up with this sort of story is that it doesn't even need to be real. Bonus points if it is real, because then you can tell it in an email and other platforms that require longer form content. But it doesn't necessarily need to be real because what we, what we would do with this story is then turn it into graphics, which would be typically what you would use across your ads for all different platforms. And when you're coming up with like uh, marketing messaging, it's hard to kind of figure out what that message could look like in a graphic coming up with the story first and then just taking like snapshots of what that story would look like and making those the graphics that say, you know, St. Mar- you, when you see a, when you see a St. Mark's kid, you know, it, um, showing the kid just doing that act or empowering kids to do what's right versus what's easy or somebody looking at the situation and saying, yep, that's a St. Mark's kid or the graphic showing that, or either that particular scene or a similar scene and that says, when you, when you know us when you see us, or when you see us, you know us, St. Mark's, that sort of thing. It makes it really easy to come up with those sort of images, those sort of graphics. It's kind of esoteric and kind of intangible to try to come up with those ideas out of thin air, coming up with the story first, and then taking snapshots of what that story would look like as your graphics for your marketing campaign is what I find is a really easy and effective way to do this because it essentially distills down your message into a graphic image, into a form. So I would encourage you to start thinking like this. Now, the caveat here being your school really needs to do these things that you are trying to portray that they do, right? If if your thing is not to develop kids into leaders, or to develop them into people that do the right thing in society, then don't try to portray that as your message. You need to figure out what it is that your school does well, what they actually spend their time trying to put out into the world, trying to bring up their students with the messaging, and then take that idea and turn that into a story. Don't just you know, lie and say that you do this when you clearly don't. So that's the caveat. You've got to actually select for your marketing, you got to actually select ideas that it your school actually actively tries to pursue. I would encourage you to start thinking like this and to actually put it into action when you go back or uh, if you're currently working, then do it today. I think this is a great way for schools to actually communicate what makes them different and what makes them great in their own unique way, which is the best way to differentiate your school. So thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to talk more about this, go ahead and send me a message on LinkedIn. That's linked in the show notes below. You can also get my book down there for free plus shipping right there on my site. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. As always, I've been Nick and I'll see you next week.